praise the Lord, mightiest prophet of the Lord? Well, the Lord Jehovah has spoken with me, beloved people. The Lord Jehovah Shalom. Jehovah Rophe, Jehovah Rapha. The Lord that healeth thee. In the book of Exodus, chapter 15, verse 26. The Lord is speaking to me about the glorious coming of the Messiah. He has spoken with me this past night, beloved people. And this past night, when the Lord spoke with me about the coming of the Messiah, He essentially spoke with me about the process of preparing the way for the glorious coming of the Messiah. And I saw that I was at a place. When I arrived at that place, I saw that the road was not good. It was a tarmac road, but somehow it had cracked. There was a crack which was close to the edge, the left edge. But it was running all along the road, not straight, of course. It was a crack, a crack on the tarmac road. And then the Lord Jehovah, he put me there. To start scraping that stomach that had cracked. And then I began to lay forth a new stomach, repairing all the broken places. Then I was working and working all through this, working all through this, working all through this. The Lord is speaking about the nations of the earth preparing the way in their hearts. He's essentially talking about a Christian believer that is supposed to prepare the way for the glorious coming of the Messiah. And then he showed me another group of people that were trying to patch up, patching up a tarmac road meaning that they did not dig out the destroyed road and lay a new road, but they were trying to, to make patches on the road. And I think so is the present-day Christian life that the Lord has shown me now. The Lord was essentially showing me that instead of building a new way, they are patching up, they are finding portal and patching up, that in so doing, it is not durable. In so doing, it has the rudiments and the remnants of the old way, the old way with a capital W. And the Lord is asking for a complete overhaul of the Christian lifestyle. The Christian life of the believer has now to be completely overhauled. We need to dig out all, all the patches, all the cracks, so that we can lay a new road. Why? Because this is the moment at which heaven is open. The Lord has opened the portal in heaven to be able to communicate with the church. This is a treasured moment. This is the dispensation of open heaven the Lord Jehovah spoke about. And so, the process that taught of a 
calls and turns things around in the church is called repentance. It is not touching around, turn at 80 degrees uh, and then go back. It is a complete turnabout. Complete turning away. Conviction that I am headed to hell. This is sin. And turn your back to it and head in the opposite direction. So the Lord has spoken much in this process tonight. But he is essentially speaking about the preparing of the way. How his servant is preparing the way for the glorious coming of the Messiah. Hamelech, the king. And the Lord requires of the church that all people be right with him. All people be born again. All people be holy. Why? Because time is over. The Messiah is coming. The day is coming. An irreversible day. The day of reckoning. The day of truth. When we will really know who has been born again. Who are the Christians that were really Holy Spirit filled. And then after that, the Lord Dova, he spoke with me about the healing service that is coming this coming Sunday, the day after tomorrow. So then you understand that actually the healing service, all these visitations are part of this preparing of the way. And the Lord spoke with me about the enormous, tremendous healing anointing that would descend from heaven and before this land and before the church of Christ and before the house of the Lord, the body of Christ and those that will be tuned in from other lands, those that have accepted repentance and holiness, those that have accepted the innocence that Kenya has entered into, the baby innocence of following the Lord blindly, the baby innocence where the Lord says, do this and they do this. Repent and they repent. Turn away from sin and they turn away without questions, without philosophical paradigms, without theological baggage. The baby innocence. The baby innocent and innocence. And he says, like these little ones. So the Lord has spoken with me about the coming healing service on Sunday. This celebration, thanksgiving and healing service, joint services that will take place across this country. And I know that the numbers are going to be bigger. There are going to be millions upon millions of people gathered across the entire country. And there is going to be a tremendous visitation this coming Sunday. At one point, the Lord showed me tonight that meeting in your different regions, wherever you'll be. At one point, six cripples stood up at the same time. At the same time. Tremendous. And the Lord was speaking to me about this the entire night. He said, look at how powerful the latter glory is. Look at how powerful the latter visitation is. And at one point, in the Lord's heart, he made me know his heart, that his heart was so joyful, he was so happy, he was so blessed that he is visiting his people. And as you have seen, beloved people, while...
there is a flood of the healing of many cripples getting up. We don't even know their numbers until now. But when you get down to the individual cases, then you see that the Lord has surely remembered the church because they are really the most desperate cases that the hospitals had given up on. The surgeons had lifted up their hands and said, just make do with what you have, the Lord will help you. We cannot. This is where medicine ends. This is where surgery ends. While they're in floods, while they're flowing like a river during the healing service, even the blind, but when you narrow down to one individual specific case, then you are down on your belly, and all the tears of your belly will fall on the floor. Each case is of extreme gravity. When you look at each individual case, then you see that the Lord Jehovah, He has really visited the church. He has loved His people. Cases of blindness like what we saw yesterday, we, 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 there is no understanding in this life of how the Lord healed her, of how she could now see. In this realm, you cannot comprehend even medical knowledge. You cannot explain. Cases of crippledness, like Onyancha. Like the young boy Onyancha, who's born, the bone on the leg actually curved. It's curved almost up to probably 140 something degrees, and is now walking. Brittle bones that were written off by the doctors. And the Lord was so happy in the dream this past night when he was showing me the creepers lifted up, the most desperate cases of the poor people in Africa lifted up, those that have no money even for fare to go to hospital, to get to a hospital. They don't even have the knowledge. They, they even fear hospital setting. They, they, they think the setting is too complicated for them. They may not understand the language and the dynamics of hospitals. The cases that are abandoned, they try one or two hospitals, the hospitals abandon them, they go back to the villages and surrender. This is the kind of situation that the Lord is talking about. It is a tremendous moment, beloved people. It's a shocking moment right now in the history of the church. It is an unbelievable time right now in the house of the Lord. And the Lord was so happy that the latter glory is now flowing, that the latter glory is now coming down from heaven, that the portals of heaven are now open to the latter glory. How powerful, beloved people. I have seen a tremendous healing service, a historic healing service that is coming up, that is coming up on Sunday. At one point, and the Lord said, look, the cripples that are getting up are so many, and it was so beautiful. And the Lord Jehovah, God the Father, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ himself, was very happy. He expressed to me his joy. He was so happy that the cripples are getting up, and they are now walking. They are being facilitated. They are being enabled now to start a new life, to live their lives praising the Lord. Praising 
Jesus. Very powerful, beloved people. I'm reading now from Scripture, and I'm reading the book of Haggai, chapter 2, verse 9. And he says, The glory of this last house shall be greater than the former, said the Lord of hosts. And in this place I will give peace, says the Lord of hosts. And we see very clearly that the Lord was surely talking about this new sanctuary. That this new sanctuary would be a powerful sanctuary, the sanctuary of the glory of the Lord. And you see very clearly that in this latter promised glory, the Lord was essentially saying that this is going to be a new church, a new temple, where there would be spiritual worship, Devotion, complete devotion. A legitimate house. A house that enjoys legitimacy with God. The house that is separated for apostasy. And he would place in the treasures of his glory. This new house, the house of the Lord that is now formed, the spiritual house where there would be spiritual worship, spiritual devotion. Complete devotion unto the Lord. Legitimate house. And he says that this house shall enjoy the blessings and the treasures of the glory of heaven. The glory that befalls this house, that this house contains, beholds, would be the treasure of heaven. Would be the wealth of heaven, beloved people. And he's speaking very clearly to the church that right now, to prepare the way, he has received the latter glory. The latter glory is here, beloved people. The latter glory is pouring into the church, but he's asking for repentance. He's asking for repentance. He's asking serious questions about repentance, beloved people. He's asking the church, like now the Kenyan church, the church that humbled herself and obeyed the command unto repentance. Now she beholds the glory. He's asking the nations to submit under the voice that is calling for repentance. The voice that is preparing the way for the glorious coming of the Messiah. God is not mistaken. You cannot ignore him and then knock on the door. Lord, I want to enter. This is him speaking to the church. Repent, repent, repent and turn away from sin and return to holiness. The kingdom of God is near. The kingdom of God is holy. The kingdom of God is righteous. Where are the garment of righteousness? The garment of glory. The garment of the light of salvation. You cannot reject him. And then come back to him, Lord, 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 knocking on the door. Lord, Lord, please open for us. He said, to tell you the truth, I know ye not. I do not know you. Zechariah chapter 1 verse 3 says, The Lord was angry with your fathers. Therefore say to them, Thou said the Lord of hosts, Return to me, Declare the Lord of hosts, 
to whom the son of prophets proclaimed, saying, Thus said the Lord of hosts, Return now from your evil way and from your evil deeds. But they did not listen or give heed to me, declares the Lord, meaning he himself speaks with man. Verse 5 says, It is such a tremendous thing, beloved people, for the Lord to call for repentance. At one point he asks, When you get your consecrated food and roll up your garment and fold some roasted meat on your garment, while these children remain consecrated, our God is separated. Sin is sin. Righteousness is righteousness. The Lord is saying that there is a big visitation coming to Kenya this weekend again. And the nations that will follow suit, that will follow the way of repentance, will partake of this glory. The hour to enter and become the sheep nation that will be divided by the Lord, the sheep on the right, the sheep nation, is now. The Lord is saying now is the hour to repent and prepare a new vessel. The glory is here. The modernism you see in the nations and in the church abroad, even from churches in Nairobi here, that kind of modernism will not take the church into the kingdom of God. No, no and no, 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 eternally no. Modernism, post-modernism, all this flaunting you see of worldliness in the church will not take the church to heaven. The contrary is true. Will take the church to hell. The Lord is saying, wash your hearts. Wash your hearts with repentance. Clean up your tongues. Clean up your souls with repentance. He wants to deposit a new glory, a rich glory, a more treasured glory. Jehovah's Kabi. The Lord, thy high tower. The Lord is visiting the church in Kenya in a shocking manner. It is so fearful to remain on the fence and watch it. It is dreadful to remain at the first and watch it. It is folly. It is foolishness to remain at the first and watch it. Everybody ought to jump in. The messenger is here. Prepare the way. Turn away from sin. Return to holiness. Reject worldliness, wickedness. Moral decay. Immorality, no dressing of women, abortions in the church, homosexuality, prostitution in the church, the dark world of prosperity, reject the all, take the cross, take the blood. Look at the power of the cross. Look at the power of the blood in the gospel. Look at the blind eyes that opened yesterday, that shocked the nation, shock 
een Helena de Vers. En dus, je mondag laat je glory. Promise glory is calling now. Let the nations join. Be humble. Throw out your theologies. And follow the voice of the Lord. Follow the leading of God. Follow the instruction of Jehovah. Shun the human philosophy, the human theology if you have, where you might even begin to question the voice of God. Look at Kenya. They never question. They say, we need not be geniuses. Before this servant of the Lord came, we were in drought. Our cripples were crippled. Our blind were blind. The corrupt preachers were looking money from here. Now it was false prophecy. We were a nude, immorality in the church, abortions in the church, pregnancies. But when he came and preached repentance, and received repentance, our cripples are rising. The blind can see. They, must, they said, no, we don't want to hear any other voice again. That is baby innocent. Baby. You will miss out on the kingdom of God if you still bring into your heads, into the head, the worldly human theology. Be like Kenya. Kenya is the voice of Jehovah. Don't say this one is easy. He is speaking righteousness. He has rebuked us. We are now walking holy. I don't need to be a genius to know that this is God. This is for God. Listen to me, America, the United States. Listen to me, Mexico, Brazil, Latin America, South America, Central, Europe, Australia, Africa, Asia. There is no time for theology now. Follow the voice of God and you will enter heaven. The cloud has descended. He has commanded heaven in the broad Sunday summer day and heaven opened. He is the same day, suddenly, but once. The fire of Elijah has fallen from heaven. The Lord has transfigured him. What are you waiting for? Kenya is taking it all. The latter glory. The glory you see in Haggai chapter 2 verse 9. The promised glory. The tremendous glory. This is the latter glory of this house shall be greater than the former. Where one cripple stood up. Now he has shown me large numbers. At one point, six cripples stood up at the same time. How beautiful. And God the Father made me know that his heart was very happy. He was not very happy that the highway of the Lord is being prepared properly, righteous, only, zero compromise. I have seen the Messiah coming. Oh, how beautiful that day will be. I will dance on that day. I will tell the nation, look, I told you this is what I meant. When I told you to prepare and you did not listen, this is what I meant. The irreversible. He 
תודה לכם, שלום.